A hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell raised an army and tried to conquer the world. He was stopped by an unlikely hero, Sheriff Asip Stormwood. As Hollowell died, he prophesied that he would be reborn twice more and rise again. Stormwood looked him in the eye and said if Hollowell did, his descendants would strike him down. Sheriff Asip Stormwood went on to form Stormwood and Associates to make sure they'd be ready for Hollowell's returns. A private detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. 25 years ago, Hollowell returned for the first time, and a Stormwood made good on Asip's promise. But the third coming of Hollowell may not be so far in the future. But the young Raz Stormwood just might know it's coming, and she plans to be ready. Previously on Stormwood and Associates, the Stormwood team has been hired by the church, the Sanctuary of Mercy, to set up security because they've got a whole bunch of magical artifacts coming in and, well, no security. The team takes the job and is driven out to the church to set things up, thinking that the artifacts were going to come in a week, but uh, no, they've they've arrived today and they they're very powerful and there's no security, so, you know, should get on putting that together. This episode is guest GM'd by Brittany Smith. So, we need to uh, set up motion detectors and cameras, and we need to uh, set up a control area. Where can we set up the central control computer, like, to, to monitor cameras and uh, alerts and stuff? Ah. <sighs> The best place would probably be in the offices behind the, uh, sorry, beside, about beside the sacristy. It's the chapter house, essentially. I'll take you there. All right. So they walk just a little to the south and go through some doors, very normal doors. Everything but the sacristy seems pretty ordinary as you guys walk past this church just altars and pews and the smell of books all right and i i just set up the whatever the monitors and central Mm -hmm. computer here and set it up to receive signals from the motion detectors and cameras for whenever i get those set up Mm -hmm. and whenever my two interns arrive just pretty much send them out to put out cameras put out, uh, you know, the motion detectors, all that fun stuff, just pretty much set them up, make sure they've got power, and everything should auto-connect. Okay. Are there going to be monitors in this room? So yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, monitors. This they're, monitors? They're, yeah. Okay. So monitors I brought with me, and I'm setting them up. And so I'm going to set up the monitors instead of computers. When the interns get here, I'm going to have them put the, uh, um, motion detectors and cameras up in the designated spots that I, I mapped out for them. Perfect. Um, as you guys are doing this trade, uh, a gentleman walks in. Um, he's dressed in very fine robes. He he looks at you perplexed and Marisol looks surprised and say, Oh, Father Armwood Pine, please come in. Um, you're setting up all this stuff in his office and he's a little confused. I'm like, Marisol, did you did you tell them they could do that? I'm like, yes, please come, come look. Um, I want to introduce you. This is Kel. He's be our security and Raz Stormwood. They are the ones helping I, us. I assumed security. Raz was. Raz, everyone else is staying with the actual artifacts since there's no security oh. yet. Yeah. <laughs> really? I thought Raz was coming, but okay, she doesn't want to. Oh no, it's Raz is our heavy. Raz, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm the tank. Like, <laughs> yeah, Raz. yeah, that's true. And plus, I have known Kel long enough to trust him on his own. Yeah. All I right. Was, Kel, I, I, Kel was raised by Raz's parents. You know, Aww. he was like the little brother that she never wanted, but oh, was yep. okay with. <laughs> Dang. He's a terror, but I love him. Aww. Yeah, because she's got about 10 years on him. And, uh,. I'm going to be real with you guys. I didn't even hear any of you guys leave the room. I'm still trying to figure out how that dimension warping room works. (laughs) 
you're not gonna figure it out. I mean, you you just you're just gonna stare. I at mean, it. you literally were taken by so, a monster that had the capability to do that, like a week ago. <laughs> yeah, I still hate it, and I want to make sense of it. Like you, and also like you fought giant worm monsters that were also able to do something similar. And I hated them too, and I want to figure out how they did their this thing. Is, this is like your third rodeo <laughs> with this kind of stuff. Great. If there's a problem, they can solve it. If you need to find someone, they can do it. Stormwood and Associates is a detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. If you need help, they'll be there. But don't get in their way. Or else, you'll get caught in the eye of the storm. If so, Kel, you're meeting Father Emerald Pine. You're pretty much set up on his desk, and he's a little concerned. Um, I just realized I established that Kel was raised Catholic, but I don't know if Rasp was. Or not. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> if he was raised by Rasp's parents. Yeah, I imagine the whole family. Yeah. Okay, we just established that the Stormwoods are Catholic. It's in <laughs> yeah, there. that's fine. There's some canon that I Because I figured my parents were, like, devout, and then Raz was, like, the rebel. Where I, I'll, I'll, uh, my theory is that Raz's mom was devout. Mm, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. And Raz kind of took after her dad. She's a total daddy's girl. So. All right, so, Kel, I'm just, uh, I, I kind of just give a small wave. And Kel O'Reilly, how you doing? All right. And I just continue to set things up. Marty, so are you sure this is what needs to be done? I'm a little weary of it, even though I'm the one that wrote these things, but you took my desk. <laughs> it's okay, Father Pine. Don't give it back. I mean, you I know, we could, we could, I could, you know, run out to the store and get a folding table to set this up on instead, but the weight's going to flex that a bit, and if this is a long-term solution, or at least for as long as these relics are in the building, uh, we need something solid. I mean, because we're talking like six or eight monitors here, so... Like, this is a lot. Because the alternate, the the alternative is going for something a little more technologically more complicated, where we have uh, more flexible screens. But I, uh, based on what I was told, you know, that kind of technology might be a little bit too much for some of the people here. Father Pine just kind of looks at you like you spoke in a different language. Yeah. Okay. Marty's so I'm just gonna plug this stuff in here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And uh, just tap over comms. Uh, so, uh, Amy, Amy, how is quarter three going? Do, do, do you have the senses up? I will, I will take the GM silence as a yes. Okay. Oh, no, they are not up. <laughs> you heard nothing. Amy, are you dead? You kind of hear this, uh, this sort of static sound. Um, Cal, boss, sorry, I was, uh, I didn't have it turned on. You didn't have your ca it Okay, all right. So, tell me when you get the sensors hooked up and the cameras hooked up, okay? And then when you're okay. done there, I want you to check on Mike and make sure he's actually doing his job. Oh, okay. Because um, he, he will just tell me he's doing it, and you know he does that. Yes, sir. I'll do that. Just um. But it was him a Brian? It was him a Lucian or Brian? And let me tell you, I mean, like you, you know Lucian. Oh my God! Like I do not want to uh, deal with that guy. Now, question, real quick: Is Amy in the office? Like they're just communicating over comms in the office, right? 
No, I remember I called Amy and Mike to come down to help me set up cameras. And so they're filters. actually in the facility. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Man, time passes really fast for you guys. Amy's very efficient. She does all the work and is very angry. Oh, man. Very sad. Now I got to play that character. I wasn't yeah. expecting this. <laughs> so think like... Uh... Hold on. I can channel this. I just got to think like I work at McDonald's. <laughs> like, she doesn't look like a goth, but has the personality of one. Okay. <sighs> then I got that character wrong. <laughs> All right. Different image in my head okay. now. That would have been a good Ginny, but she's the one with the cat. Yeah. She's the one with the cat, which is the one I was playing. <laughs> All right. Better Amy this time. Yeah, boss. It'll get done. She just kind of glances at Lucian. We're going to get it done. Lucian's not there. Mike is there. Damn it, Mike. Sorry, there's so many characters. I have a spreadsheet open. <laughs> and your characters aren't here. <laughs> Click on each one that appears. Mike is lazy and on his smartphone, and then will occasionally do things if you push him. Okay, that's his personality. Okay. I know we usually just trot out Brian, and then occasionally I have Amy do stuff in the background. But all of our interns are accounted for. <laughs> they are. I mean, yeah, they are. Ah, <sighs> boy. All right. So. Kel's busy with that. I'll let Kel be busy with that. I need to go back to Raz, Bill, and Babbitt real quick. Now, you guys are at the sacristy. You're just looking around. You can see into the, the high altar in the nave. And you're just witnessing all these, like, nuns walking around. And two of them walk up to you. you it's an orc woman and an elf woman. And... They kind of have an interesting, perplexed look on their face, and they, they walk up and they say hello. Interested in to know who you guys are. Hello there. Hello, yes. Uh, we're Stormwood and Associates. We've been hired to uh, install some security for the items you have now. Oh, my. You sure you're a... How do I put this? Could you secure my room tonight? And she gets up. Uh, very hard whack by the orc. The elf is the one talking to you. Uh, don't mind her. That's Tisha. Tisha is a big flirt for humans. Uh, thank you so much. Um, they let you nuns do that? <laughs> they let us do a lot of things. Mostly with, uh. you know, humans. <laughs> she keeps eyeing up Raz. And she seems quite enamored. The elf one. Raz... What is your reaction? I take it in stride. I'm kind of used to it. <laughs> um, uh, the orc woman is named Sister Olivia. Um, she is very interested in what you guys are doing. Um, she, she takes out a beeper and kind of like, huh, this is a lot more advanced than what we have here. How do you guys do that? Um, well, really, you'd have to talk to my uh, technical specialist, Kel, but he's setting up the equipment right now. Um, what we're do not let me talk to these people, Overcom. Do not let me talk to these people. <laughs> really, what we're doing is going to be setting up some uh, cameras and motion detectors with a monitoring station in the offices. Ooh, well, this is going to take all day. Oh, boy, you guys are going to be working hard. And this, sure are. this I mean, exhibit uh, doesn't, isn't even supposed to go up for the next two weeks. Are you guys staying for the next two weeks? We got some dorms. We haven't worked that out yet with, uh, crap, Marisol. <laughs> <laughs> the elf laughs. <laughs> you think Marisol's the one that gets to decide that? <laughs> Sister Cat's the one that does. Uh, so basically, we'll be lucky if we uh, get to sleep by the dumpsters. Got it. Good. Huh. Honey, you lucky she doesn't light the dumpsters at fire. That old hag. I know a oh. thing or two about fire. 
Psychic oh, fire. Olivia punches Tisha again. I swear, woman, will you stop being so hateful to our own sister? What? She's a, she's horrible. She's, she makes us have beavers. Do you know that beavers are from the 90s? It's 2019. That technology is 30 years old. Gosh. What wouldn't I give for a smartphone? About seven hundred dollars. Sadly, nuns aren't allowed to have money. They are allowed to frolic. It's <laughs> getting weirdly offensive. <laughs> hey, uh, boss. Yeah. What's up? These uh. Uh, not to be the, uh, not to be Mr. Negative, but holy crap, if they really are this behind on technology, how are they even going to come close to being able to keep this stuff secure? I'm amazed that they can communicate with each other in 2019 with no phones, let alone, you know, (laughs) with a mother superior who hates everything. Well, they'd probably just do everything analog, just, you know, lock doors, keep the keys on them, you know, have patrols set up. Yeah, I'm, uh, pardon me if I'm a little, uh, suspicious of the methods. I'm just saying, we might end up doing this job, and just due to, just due to rampant Ludditism, everything that we do is going to be undone by next week anyway. I getcha. Kelly, you you hear any of this? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, what do you think? That those nuns should be very far away from me. But, uh, (laughs) you know, it's... I I don't know, man. Like, I'm just, like, right now trying to get this stupid thing set up so maybe somebody can keep an eye on things. But, like, I mean, they they got phones, but you can cut a hotline. Like... Is what I would what do if the I was nuns themselves like rip out all the work we're doing here because they hate technology. Well, then oh. we got paid. True That's that. true. He's blunt, but he has a point. Oh yeah. I mean, to to some degree, like I mean, look, I. By the way, is there anyone still in the room with me? They are, but Marcel walked away with Father Pine, and they left you to it. He just okay, well, right, no, but, his desk but, you know, you. we have these conversations. They are audible to other human beings. Like, what we, like, they can't hear our comms, but they can hear us talking. So that's yes. Um, They're a little confused that you're talking to yourselves. I'm like, huh, they talk to themselves. Is that, is that their form of praying? Hmm. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Olivia, don't be an idiot. They're called communication systems. <laughs> All right, so I can't, like, you know, I'm... Hey, am I concerned? Yeah, but, like, how far we want to go? I mean, like, this is dangerous stuff. We should probably, like... I mean, also, if we have physical security here, like, if one of us is watching it or staying here at any given time, we can charge them for that. It's in our contract if we... if they agree to that, to pay for it. So, I mean, like, if we want to have Bill pitch a tent in the room with the relics, go for it. Why are we putting me in the creepy room with because the relics? Because you're the detect spooky guy. Didn't you just tell me how great you are, you Mr. Archmage? I'm You excellent got all these skills. You did right. So like obviously you'd be the guy, right, Mr. I'm so good at this. I don't wanna be in the creepy church at night. Well, you're the one who can detect the creepy. Fine. You're the only one of us who can actually be certain that something's actually creepy or not. It's true. I'm the master of creep. Wait a minute. Don't 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 record that. <laughs> I, I I will be setting that as my ringtone. Whatever you call. <laughs> so much. I'm kidding. Who uses ringtones anymore? Uh, Maybe these guys. No. They think Bill sets fun his phone exciting. to silent. <laughs> <laughs> You know I tease you, Bill. But you I actually, say that. 
No, like, I've obviously on multiple occasions acknowledged, yeah, like, I don't know. I just haven't been sleeping well lately. Huh. I go to bed. I go to sleep. I feel like I haven't slept in the morning. It's great. Maybe it's with all this magic stuff I've been doing. Is that why you're a mess all the time? Uh, that and an inferiority complex from uh, being raised with Pat. He was pretty great. He was really cool. He was not. <laughs> he oh. Was, oh, God. I rolled to see how Logo's cool Pat was. Corn. It was a tent. <laughs> yeah, no, Pat's cool. It's inherent. <laughs> yeah, Pat's cool. <laughs> he had, I guess, where it's... He had swashbuckle technically, but that's um, in the new additions changing to swagger. But yeah, whatever that skill is, he's just immediately cool. <sighs> All right. Those so skills have gotten more complicated, but still, uh, but still frustrating, if that makes sense. <laughs> Family dynamics. They're weird. All right. So uh, whenever we've got the whole, whenever we have the whole thing set up, um, yeah. I'm going to make sure whenever the interns are done setting up their cameras and motion detectors, I'm going to make sure that they're all working and rigged into the main thingamadoo and that everything's sure. connecting properly. Now, you get a call from Amy. Hey, Kel. Hey, what's up, kid? Is there um how do I put this? There are these tiny one inch doors everywhere. Have you noticed this? I obviously have not because that is the freakiest thing I've ever heard. Where are you? I'm Hold on, let me check the map. I'm actually just in the library. Tiny doors? Tiny little doors. So that's, um, I'm in the, um, where am I here? Uh, I'm in... The what? chapter house. I'm in the it's chapter house? Six. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm I'm not that far from there. No. Um, all right. So uh, let me take a, take a look, kid. All right. I go out to the, I go out to the library. All right. In this library, you you walk past Amy. She's pointing exactly to these tiny little doors. What is this? <laughs> they are what they are. Ever you can unlock them too. You open it and it's just a regular door, but it's an inch. Does someone live in here? I mean, it's an inch. Can you think of a sentient race that's only an inch tall? I cannot. Gnomes? Gnomes are like... Gnomes are like three and a half feet tall, man. Three and a half feet? That was kind of... That was kind of a gnome-ist. Like, Just I mean, saying. Gnomes are shorter than dwarves, <laughs> but not by much. Like, you know, like... I mean, like, you know, a goblin could dunk on them, but... An inch... Yes. So, as you two are discussing, a very tiny one-inch, what looks like a human being, walks out. It is a very, very, very little person. Oh my god, it's the TV people. (laughs) Uh, That's a reference to Japanese literature. It's definitely talking, but it's only squeaking. Uh. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Uh. What is... What is going on? Oh. So, you find Marisol. She'll tell you. Marisol was just in the nave. Do you want to ask her? Marisol? Yes, Kale? What horrific nightmare is occurring in front of me? Oh, that's the little people that live here. Doesn't your church have them? That is not a normal thing. They worship here. They are part of the convent. What? 
yeah. They live here. They help clean and help out. Don't don't your churches have them? This is not a thing. This is not a thing. I'm vaguely scared. What it? What? You're. I mean, Cynthia, come out, please. Like. The door opens and a very shy, glasses-wearing Cynthia comes out and hops on top of Marisol's hand and she picks him up and like, yeah, this is Cynthia. She likes to read books. We all kind of study and worship together. Entire village of people that live here. Uh Uh-huh. You just realized that your security detail got a lot more annoying. What is this, a Haruki Murakami <laughs> book here? What the hell is going on? I, I, I'm... Okay. I mean... Gulliver's Travel Spiels right now. They're really peaceful people. They live and worship and... This is not a thing on the U.S. Census. I... They, they used to live in Ireland, but some of them immigrated here. Oh. Oh my god, no. No, 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 no. No. If you... No. Excuse us, I'd like to talk to my team for a hot second here. Okay. Is everything alright? They're... Oh, yeah. Okay. She puts Cynthia back. Enjoy your day, Cynthia. Thanks for being, you know, cool about this. She walks away, goes to do more of her job. <laughs> Guys, what if we could get the tiny um, to help us out with security detail? We have the revelation that exiles from the Fey Kingdom are real, and you, 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 you're, you're considering how to integrate them into our security like i mean it's probably the most practical approach but also i mean the the ramifications of this tribe of people existing in the grand scheme of the mythos is kind of kind of a big deal Because if they're real, because you know the legends, legends, you know, of 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 the little people escaping from the Fey world into Oz has massive ramifications for what could also come here. And destroy everything that exists. Uh, uh, oh, oh, right. Because uh, only, how, 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 only how, the well. ones small enough to slip through the cracks of reality were the ones who were supposed to. This is the legend, which of course was a legend. And these guys are casually talking about that they had architecture built for them. Like, how this They've place is been not here new. For a while. This is. And this is the West Coast. And they're acting like this is totally normal. Like we're the weird ones. When St. Patrick sealed the cracks to the Fey world. There weren't like, that's just a story. It's like, it's like there were never supposed to be actual cracks. It's that thing where you go like, what happened to the cracks to the Fey world? There aren't cracks to the Fey world. That's right, because St. Patrick got rid of them. Like, I don't know, we thought it was code for druids. Who, like, what? I didn't, but, you know. I, this is not supposed to be real. And I fought, we, we fought giant worm monsters, and that's normal. You know, like, I mean, it's weird to see them outside of South America, but the, like, it's not, this is not real. But not impossible. Right. Uh-huh. Like, someone clones a dinosaur, I'm like, oh, that's just a crappy dragon. This, this. 
this is this is bad. I mean, well, it's fine. It's, a it's, lot. it's I mean, it's fine. It's here. They're not like it's. They're supposed to be the. I mean, obviously, you don't make a deal with anything from the Fey world, whatever. But like, it's it's not like we've got the queen of the Fey here or something because that is. But 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 but. Jesus Christ, man. So a hand touches Kel from behind and it Kel, you kinda do you jump or no? Like not sure if that's part of your character. You kinda I am not jumping, but I am fully tensed and turning slowly, but in that way where like your neck doesn't turn, your whole like <laughs> torso does. Okay. It's just Father Emwood Pine. He's uh are you okay, son? Um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you have evidence of a possible world-breaking thing sitting in your ho- in your library, and I everyone's do? acting like it's normal. He looks around, very confused. And, uh, is it knowledge? Um, Got fucking Darby O'Gill over there. Folks? I'm sorry. <laughs> is Darby O'Gill too advanced a reference for you? I swear, son, I I am too old for this. Right, that's why I went <laughs> I with just... the old reference. But cat little people. Oh, you mean Cynthia in the game? Yeah. They yeah. live here. Yeah. They've been here since this place was built. They, they, her great-grandfather even helped build it. Ah! You don't right. think this is weird at all? They, they've been here since I was born, and no, they just live here peacefully with us in worship. Have you ever heard of them living anywhere else? Ireland? Yeah, yeah, we got that. I just wanted to invite you guys for dinner. Uh, the kitchen's always open, and we open it to the public. Would you like to come eat? Have you ever had any form of news crew in this church? No, we no journalists of in your faith at all. I'm sorry, we haven't. We're just a peaceful congregation trying to worship our our goddess. Uh, Far is a pretty big deal to me. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. He kind of gives you a quizzical look and. It's very concerned. I'm like, are you sure you're okay, son? Uh, do you want some water? <laughs> you're not one of them, are you? He, he looks at you. Uh, one of what? <laughs> I mean, only the little ones are supposed to. I don't know. I think I'm good. Okay. I'll let Marisol know you guys are gonna be staying. We've, uh, we're going to be moving most of the, you know, most of our the exhibit into the sacristy soon. Um, we've all had a nice gander at it, and we're ready to move it all into the storage room. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. It very much is. All right. All right. No biggie. Huge biggie! We got into a contract with people aligned with Faye. Are our motion sensors even going to pick up one-inch tall people? Also worth no. mentioning, this, like, did they actually have a contract? Do they have a literal Faye contract? Well, I mean, we wrote the contract with the church. It's just a standard contract. It's... But... I mean, like a separate one that they're just here and freely moving around. I don't know. This I, is I know what legends say, but like, that's hundreds of years ago. All right. Well, let's take a. Uh, I, I'm going to actually. I'm going to do some research. That is a give me five minutes spell or uh, uh, skill. Skill. 
There's a library. There is a library. In fact, let me see. There's somewhere I read about research, and if you're in a library, you get like something, right? No, it's it's just that you can use it. Oh, nice. It's, yeah, it's uh, research. Um, you just need a system to get knowledge. So you, you can use your smartphone for the internet or you can use the books on a library. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you use the library to do some research on the little people. You find what looks like to be a children's book, actually. Um, it's a very, it's actually a very thick book and with really good quality pictures. Um, not a lot of words, but it's just that the little people were in Ireland living a peaceful life and then all of a sudden a great and scary warlock came and destroyed their home so that they all had to move but because of a very kind and wonderful goddess which it looks like to be the depiction of the goddess Vera or the Saint Vera she took them and gave them safe passage to a new land where they now reside, and that just happens to be America. It's a little children's book, but that's all you could find, and there's nothing um, more that you could find without uh, being a one-inch tall person and going into that library. Okay. This so divine intervention. There's some, there some divine intervention involved in getting to this point. Good to know. Quasi-divine intervention. Mm-hmm. Inter- okay. Uh, I relay that information to the rest of the team. Great. Great. Dark Lord sounds familiar. Uh, well, well, but, like, when did this happen again? It, it's not especially clear. It, it's a once upon a time. Is the time frame. Oh, right. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I mean... It's, you know what? Like, in that book, in... um, When we were in that town with the worms, that, like, it was that, that ancient... That ancient book talked about some sort of Dark Lord that also didn't line up with Hallowell, right? That's true. So, yeah. maybe... I mean, could that be connected to this? There could be several lords of varying level of levels of darkness. I'm willing to accept that. Yeah, I know, but what we're talking about things able to destroy the home of a group of people from the Fey world, and something able to summon the giant worm creatures like that also seems like it was beyond Hallowell. Like, I mean, Hallowell could use stuff, but like, like he didn't create them. Right. And huh. So like. I don't know. I'm a little concerned. Not necessarily immediately that, like, you know, maybe there's something worse than the thing that we're, like, worrying about a prophecy about. Yeah, prophecies. (sighs) You know, just fun, exciting things that somehow were left out of our history books. Like an entire race of tiny people. The fact that they've been able to keep it this quiet is nothing short of amazing. Let's hope they don't murder us to keep the secret. <laughs> yeah, no, oh boy. I'm a little worried about that. Yeah. So. Great. Do you guys go to the kitchen to eat? Take a nice little break from working so hard? I'm grabbing a Nutrigrain bar from my bag. You don't take food from anyone aligned with the Fae. So they get you. Sorry, I should say that in character. I don't know. I'm just going to eat some of my food that I got in my bag here. You don't take food from people aligned with the Fae. That's how they get you. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go into the... I'll, I'll be sociable. All right. Anyone else? I'm not gonna. I I'm going to kind of politely not eat. I'm just gonna hang out. Okay. This place is weird. Babbitt's gonna start 
looking around at other stuff. All right, where do you go? You can go to uh, several places. Yeah. Um. I guess I'll start in the nave. Okay. Rass, do you go anywhere? I am gonna, you know, stay watch over the artifacts. Perfect. All right. Let's start with Bill first. Bill, who went to the kitchen. I'm actually in the gonna kitchen. follow Bill just to make sure he doesn't get murdered. <laughs> okay. I'm not eating anything. So Bill and Kel are in the kitchen. They look around. It's very busy. They actually see a lot of um, not well-dressed human beings, a um, couple of non-human beings, a um, couple of elves, orcs, all just dining, eating. It looks like a nice, ordinary soup kitchen. Um, many of the people in robes are actually serving people instead of eating. Um, as you look around, you see one particular gentleman. He is actually very tan, very He's a human. He has blonde hair, and he's uh, got a jar of something and a phone. And it's not just any phone. It's a smartphone, and he doesn't seem to match any of the things you've seen around here. But he is eating. Uh-huh. All right. Should we talk to the normal-ish guy? Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. Is he cute? He's he incredibly cute? handsome. Yeah, Listen. Cool. I don't know. You can go talk to him. You can go talk to him. All right. <laughs> he looks up at you guys. He sees you approach. Kind of looks at you weird. What's up, bro? You, uh... Do not appear to be as technologically diverse as most of the people. Oh, yeah, I'm the gardener. They hired me. I just work on the grounds in the middle. It's great. Nice to meet you. I'm Zach. He hands out his hand, shakes your hand, if you like. I shake it. Hello, okay. Riley. Stormwood and Associates. Oh, heard about you guys. Uh, Bill Carpathia, also oh. an associate. Right. Um, Stormwood. Bill. Kel. Nice to meet you. Sorry. Bad with names, but I'll get it right. I work here. The gardener. And yeah, I noticed too. Took a few months to get used to. But after a while. <sighs> yeah, you get used to it. You just eat some of the soup. It's actually a pretty good gig here. They don't seem to, like, research things. So, like. They are paying me a lot of money to mow the lawn. <laughs> oh. Uh. Yeah. Bill leads into Cal. I guess we could have just charged them whatever. They, they weren't mean, so. I guess that's fair. I'm very ethical about who I overcharge. <laughs> um, you look at the jar he's got, and you're kind of wondering... Uh, what's in it? So, uh, what's in the jar you got there? Oh, squirrel brains. It's for one of the fathers. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Um, one of the fathers is, uh, my flare. His name is Father Jolly. Funny. <laughs> he doesn't look jolly, but I kind of call him Jolly Roger. <laughs> he hates <laughs> it. <laughs> but, uh, a lot of the squirrels on the grounds, I just, uh, I trap them for them. And he's very vegan, very ethical. Don't worry, I do it very quick. And I give him the brains so he can eat. So apparently there are nightmares in this building that aren't supposed to exist. Uh, what is the nightmares we've already found? Great. Oh, okay. Father Jolly's peaceful. He's nothing to worry about. Also, technically, cool nothing is vegan if you've killed an animal to procure it. I'm just saying that it's by definition mm -hmm. not vegan. Um... I know, that's what Joe... It could be free-range, it could be many things, yeah. but uh, you should learn the definition of words, young man. Okay, so this is a terrifying nightmare of uh, all things, and 
What the hell's a mind flayer? <laughs> that doesn't sound good. After that question, what looks to be like the... What is his name? Oh, hold on. Sorry. Pirates of the Caribbean reference. That's all I can think of right now. Davy Jones. Yes. What looks to be Davy Jones comes to the doors and comes straight towards your table. Oh, Zach. Thank you for delivering these. Zach hands him the jar. Eh, no problem. I'll bring you some more tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. And he walks away. Opening the jar and eating tiny little squirrel brain. That is not a thing that is supposed to exist. <laughs> I don't know what that oh, was. Oh boy. But that is not a thing. That is, I have, I have, you've studied lots of kinds of creatures, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a thing that exists, right? It shouldn't anyway. My stomach is... Is this a church that, like, went and found everything that seeped in through another reality and then said, hey, hang out here? This is what I'm getting. Raz says over the comms, it sounds like you guys are encountering dragons and dungeons characters. What's going on? Now, dragons are real. That was a nightmare. With all the tentacles on the mouth and stuff. Ugh. Eating they call it a mind flare, like casual like, like that's a thing people have heard of. It sounds like something out of a tabletop RPG. I don't know, it's real. I saw it with my eyes. Which are thankfully still in my head, along with my brain. <laughs> Is anyone else like reacting to this thing? No, they all thought it was normal. They all thought yeah. it was normal. Okay, okay. we have uh, just so you guys know, that's going to be the next head of the next head priest. Like Father Jolly's pretty, pretty awesome. He's that is not a thing on the census. How are you going to explain that? Oh my God! Like, I mean, tax exemption paperwork has got to be. How does how does someone who can't legally exist fill out tax? Okay, I'm just gonna. Mike, <laughs> Amy, are the cameras and motion sensors set up? It's Amy, correct? Yeah, Amy Amy is probably the one who would answer between the two. Sir. Kel. Boss. I, I think I should stop exploring. Can I go home for the day? Have you have you set up all of the, the sensors and cameras that I told you to? I set them up. You turn them on. They're on. But... Don't give me bugs. They're not on. I'm sorry. There's they they can't be turned on. You know the worst thing that I've had to experience today? The their outlets are not Their outlets are from nineteen twenty two. Yeah, but these things you can with the proper adapters these can be plugged in. These are pretty low power consumption. I mean like, wait a minute, like, is the wiring even so good? Have we even looked at the wiring? They've got lights. They've got lamps yeah, but plugged I mean, in. They might have old, but I mean, their, their wiring might be old. I kind of would want to t look at it if it wouldn't mean that I might run into more tiny people. And I'm not ready for that right now. I was not ready for Amy, any of this. are the this. outlets functional? There's electricity going through them, but not a lot. Right. For these, what we need. These things are only like powering off of like 12 volt, man. And I don't know why it, it's like turning on, but it's not sustaining. Sir, this oh. is a headache and it smells weird here. Okay. I think they're burning stuff like incense. Is this frankincense? Alright, so what I need you to do is go back to the office and get the long-term battery packs out of storage. Make sure they're charged and then bring them here so we can power the things. Because we just... And if we, it means we gotta hop-swap batteries once a week, we can do it. And I know it might take you a few hours to charge them up before you bring them back here. So if you gotta, like, 
go home for dinner or something, that's fine. But I need you to, like, at least go back to the office and get the battery packs prepped so we can have this stuff hooked up, okay? Okay, boss. I'll take Lucian. No, Mike. Lucian Mike, is at the office I'm sorry. Right I have such a headache. I'll take Mike with me. We're, we'll get it done. I'll bring them back. I promise. All right. If I don't know. Okay. So if we don't have enough charge, you're going to just like make sure that we have enough for all the cameras. You know, I don't know if we have enough already pre-charged up to max. So you might have to, it might take till overnight to get these charged. I don't know. If we have enough, we have enough. If we don't have enough, let me know. I will, sir. Okay. Come on, Mike. Let's That's go. giving the GM flexibility to say whether or not that. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. I needed that. All right. You guys are still here. You're going to wait for the batteries to come back. Do you wish to explore more? Wait. We did Bill and Cal. We got to do Rass and Babbitt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Babbitt. Because yeah. you're going to have fun. I believe yeah. you went to the nave. All right. Yeah. The nave is actually pretty clean. You look around. Uh, you just see pews. You see these wonderful, like, you can see the wonderful stained glass um, windows. Um, as you walk through it, you see a lot of the monks are saying hi to you or just looking at you. Um, they are pretty much cleaning up the altar, putting things into the sacristy where they will be stored and then on display later. Uh, you can see Raz from this, this viewpoint. She's just, you know, watching them. Hmm. Hmm. Let me think. The nave is pretty normal. Okay. Let's see. I will add that knowing what I do know about these nuns and monks, I'm looking as cool as I can, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Using uh, swagger? Swagger, yeah. Nice. Yeah. In the first edition, it's swashbuckle, but second ed rules, which we're converting to, it's called swagger. So, uh, okay. The nave's looking pretty normal. Nothing out of the, out of the ordinary that I can nope. see. Obviously, I'm not a great, uh, you know, detective or anything, but nothing obvious. Obviously weird. Nope. It looks welcoming. It looks like it holds uh, church members. And there's a nice statue of the goddess Vera in front of you uh, towards the high altar you can see. Looks very regal. Not out of the ordinary. Yeah, I'm going to move into the uh, high altar there. As you go to the high altar, you see where there is a podium for the priest or the nuns to speak to the church. Um, everything is very tidy, very neat. Um, there is a book, and in the book, it's the history of Vara. With this history, you just kind of glance through it. It's a couple of pages, a battle. Um, the names of a few of her companions as they journeyed through the land, helping and saving people and healing. That's about it. Hmm. Okay. Nothing else around here. Nope. Okay. Well, I know what's over in the sacristy. And down the hall into the chapter house. So I guess I'm going to keep going to the warming room. Inside the warming room is a very nice hot fire and really comfy beanbags. Um, this place smells kind of instanty, kind of too strong, but it's also really nice. Um, you see a couple of the homeless people. I'm um, just enjoying it. It's a nice place to stay warm at night. Couple of them are asleep. Okay. Uh, 
pass by the dining room. I don't want any of that that weird food, whatever they're doing. Poke my head into the kitchen. Um, you see a couple of chefs. Uh, many of them are orcs. Many of them are elves. Um, a lot of them are um, dressed in robes. They're just nuns and monks. Sorry, nuns. Yeah, nuns and monks doing their job. Um, they're also eating when they have a moment to spare to also eat themselves. Um, they wave hi to you. One of them does. They notice, just waves hi. Thinks you're part of the, you know, congregation. It's just friendly atmosphere. Hey, how you doing? Oh. All right. And then I move on. Uh, I guess next I would probably come to the West Range. At the West Range, you find Sister Catherine McKnight. You should debate about going up to her or having her notice you. (laughs) She seems to be reprimanding someone and that person is cowering in fear. (laughs) Let's leave her alone. Okay. And then I keep on going. So... I reach the stairs then? Mm-hmm. Let's see. At the stairs, they lead to the second floor. In the stairwell, you find Marisol. She's just carrying some things, mostly paperwork and letters, and she's coming down the stairs. And, oh, hi. Um, were we introduced? I know I mean, you're part I, of the I, security I, group. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here with the, with the group. Um, I mean, well, we weren't really formally introduced, but... Uh, you know. Oh, Hi, I'm Babbitt. Um, Hi, Babbitt. I'm Marisol. Um, let me see. Everything should be in working order. Would you guys like to stay this evening? I know you have a ton of work to do. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take. Should I go talk to Kel or Raz? Um, I know Miss Catherine is... would want to talk to Raz about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And she goes off. Do you happen to know where Raz is? Uh, I think I left her in the sacristy. Ah, thank you. You could also disaster over comms. (laughs) That's Babbage's job. Because he told me. I'll contact Raz and tell her that uh, Marisol is on her way to her. Okay. All right. So as you continue on, you go and you see the dorms on the second floor. You see rooms where the monks sleep. You see showers. You see a storage room. It's just, and it's not separated by gender. Um, There is a, like, it's very strange. You don't, it alternates. Um, Everyone can, like, open their door or close their door. It's very free little space long hallway here you do see a couple of closets a couple of locked closets probably because they're just towels and what's that word i'm looking for linens robes things that you wash your face soaps what toiletries yes that's the word thank you baby (laughs) i can english sometimes just toiletries in there yeah. It's weird that they're locked, though. Okay, is anyone immediately around? There are a couple of nuns. Um, you do see one gentleman. He's sitting down in a chair reading a book. He has dark brown skin, and he's bald. He's dressed in a very simple robe. Okay. Do you go up to talk to him? Yeah, I want to go up to talk to him. Okay. Hi. Ah, uh, hello. Are you new here? Uh, sort of. Uh, I'm kind of just visiting. We're we're here with a a group that's uh, uh up, upgrading security around here. Ah, yes, uh, technological people. <laughs> I say, right. I really wish I understood most of that stuff. Yeah, you know, if you, like, ever left, I'm sure it would be really easy to to understand it. It's 
it's not hard. Eh, the church has all that I need here. I mean, it's not that bad. And we can leave. We just live here. Right. How long have you lived here? Yeah, five years so far. Before this, I was on the streets. It wasn't a good time. Okay. And mm. uh, what what is it that you do here? I worship. I help cook. We actually have our own garden. Uh, we grow on our own food. Taught me how to be self-sufficient here. Okay. So what's the deal with the little people? (laughs) (laughs) My name is Trey Dorn, and I played Kel. Raz Stormwood was played by Gen Proc, Babbitt by Kyle Johnson, and Bill by Nick Izumi. This storyline has a guest GM, Brittany Smith. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash stormwood. You can also find us on social media at Nerd and Tie on Twitter, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie. This podcast can be subscribed to on anywhere that major podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, quite a few other places, and anywhere that takes an RSS feed as well. To be continued.